Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. Hi, good morning. Hey, how are you doing? Great. Um, I'm sitting outside today. Is that because of all the noise in your house? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Again today? It is so loud. I think that they're just drilling through cement. I think that they're, that they're done framing and they just have these cement blocks down there and they're drilling through them for fun. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, the amount of sound noise like they're working. <laughs> the amount of noise that's coming up is like I have no idea what you're doing or what part of my basement you're destroying or if I'll have a foundation left after this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't imagine. That's like a big project. So, okay. So tell us all exactly what is happening. Okay. So we decided to renovate the basement and it was very like, we've been talking about this for forever, but then we called our builder and he was like, Oh, I actually have an opening. I can start next week. So we we're like, okay, let's do this. Cause I hate deciding on something and then waiting forever. So we're, yeah. we're, it's like 700 square feet that we're finishing and we'll have a nook for the laundry room and then a back area, which will be storage and a laundry or no storage and like a workout area and a bedroom. And then we have a front big room that we're turning into a TV room. And then there's a bathroom and the bathroom's like kind of in between all of this. And it's like literally a hole in the foundation where you can pee in. And there's like a shower base. I mean, it's the basic, basic. There's a shower base, there's a sink, and there's a toilet. And the budget doesn't include the bathroom right now. But I have a feeling I'll be able to get it done by the end of this. Because it doesn't make any sense for us to do the entire basement, except for this corner box in the middle of it, which is an unrenovated bathroom. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so yeah. You can always go back to, though. I mean, right? Like, if like that's something you could do next if you can't afford it right now. Well, right. So that's why we didn't include it in the contract. And the builder, he did our addition. So we have a good relationship with him. And he's like, okay, it's not included for now. But like, if we start coming in under a budget or like with time or something, maybe we could negotiate something. Mm -hmm. So, but no, that's where we're like, yeah, we could do the bathroom ourselves. <laughs> awesome. maybe but yeah it's really exciting it's just really loud yeah oh my gosh maybe you can um write off some of it for work expenses for your business that you own because you could be saying it's your office that you're renovating so creating office space that's actually why so, you you're brilliant that's actually why we're doing it so awesome. we went we saw the tax guy and he was like you need a lot more to write off because I'm a sole proprietor right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So he said, as long as it can be like, if I set up an office in the basement, then you could write off the entire renovation as long as it's like usable for the office space. So a bathroom would count because you have to use your bathroom while you're, you know, working. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, and like stuff like that. So that's why we felt confident moving forward because we're going to have to have write-offs for. Well, it does not feel like a sketchy thing to do anyway, because the reality is you are using the only upstairs office and David has to work too. So like, right. it would be fair for you to use the downstairs anyway. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. 
Exactly. So yeah, my friend, my friend started her own personal training business and she was telling me she started meeting with an accountant and it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, she owns her own business and her husband works full time. Yep. A little similar to your situation. Um, but her accountant was telling her like the tax rate, like triples or doubles, like there's a jump. It's like, if she makes over a certain amount, it's like this huge jump. And then, so the way, the only way she can stay under that is if she, um, yeah, like has a lot more write-offs as a part of the business or else like the profit is just not enough to yep. make up for it. So that's exactly where he told me I made too much money last year without enough write-offs. And he is like, <laughs> I felt like I was sitting in the principal's office. Did I tell you this? Our tax no. guy, it's like, it's this dude that my husband's been going to for years. He, he used to charge David like $50 to do his taxes his rates increase, but he's just like, he usually deals with farmers or like people from Southern Ohio. And then there's David who's coming yeah. down from Columbus, you know? So we go and we drive down to see him once a year and he's in this house. Like, so he's in the Southern part of Columbus, which is all the, um, construction is starting to move towards there. So people are, they're, they're like expanding the road. They're adding more along the way. So he's just like an old kind of farmhouse. It's very much leftover from how the area used to be, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like this huge house on the side of the road and you're like, okay, that looks weird. <laughs> There's like strip clubs all along the side and like all these really sketchy businesses. <laughs> and he's huge. I think he was a firefighter and he's just this like, man of very few words who's super intimidating so when I went in to do my taxes this year and I like hand over my paperwork and he looks at me and he's like you made this much money and you don't have any write-offs you come in here with a 1099 and a smile and I'm like yes <laughs> oh my gosh it was just funny so but yeah anyway that's like it's it's really interesting to navigate setting up your own business and like, cause I'm going through that right now with myself. And then how do you fairly do that with, especially since we're working from home full time, you know, it's like mm -hmm. your office is your home and it truly is your business and everything else. Um, yeah. yeah, not to like get into tax law, but that's something I've been researching a lot and it's, no, it's really interesting. Yeah. It is. I think um, a lot of people who don't know someone who owns their own business or haven't done it themselves like, have no idea how expensive it is, like, you know, paying for your own insurance and then paying the taxes that everybody else pays for. And then like, I don't know, it does, the more that I learn about it, the more I, I understand um, years ago, I, I can't stand the man, but Ted Cruz kept saying in the Republican primaries that you should be able to fill out your taxes on a postcard or, <laughs> or like a post-it note or something. And I was like, what? Like, that's so dumb. But then I did realize that, yeah, because it's so freaking much money that the wealthier you are, you can afford to have like, yeah, professional help to have like, there's a lot of complicated tax law and it really would be better for everybody if they reformed it and made it a lot less. So you're not like... Yeah motivated so much to like have to find ways to you know not pay the government everything you earned <laughs> well so and that's part so I'm working with 
my friend Alex. She's the one that like started this company that I'm working um, at with her, but I'm still at 1099. She's she was 1099 forever, so independent consultant. And I met her for dinner last week, and I was telling her all this stuff I'm going through, like what the tax guy's having me do, mm-hmm. and then I had to get a lawyer to like file for an S corp and all these write off things that we're learning about. And she was like wow. She's like, okay, I started doing this when I was, you know, in my mid twenties. And she's like, I didn't have anyone telling me how I should file my taxes. I was just like, all right, I'm 1099. This is what I'm going to do and file them every year. She's like, but I, I wasn't getting good advice or cause I told her, oh yeah, if I had been in S corp last year, I would have saved $5,000 in taxes I had to pay. Right. Like it's a yeah. pretty big deal. And she's like, Oh, and that's with me being laid off for like four months because of the pandemic too. And she's like, oh so my gosh. It would have been like even more. It could have been like right. $15,000. Right. right, exactly. <laughs> and I, Right. And she's like, oh my gosh, like that it's just not easy information out there. So we're putting together a packet for other people that become independent consultants that we can be like, this, awesome. these are the best practices that we've learned. This is, you know, tax stuff you need to consider. This is how you should um, file your sole proprietorship, like stuff like that. But it's to your point, it's not easy. You're kind of just doing trial and error. It depends on who you talk to, what podcast you listen to, what you put in your Google search bar. (laughs) Yeah, it's not it's not easy to figure out what's the best setup. Um, And we want it to be easy for everyone. Like we want people to be able to pursue their American dream. And right. You know, make that's something of themselves. Right. And so one last thing on this, my friend sent me uh, a meme because I was talking to her about like deciding the line of what you write off for your business versus like mm-hmm. what's pushing the line a little bit because you can really push it. Right. Yeah. And she sent me this meme and it was like me wondering if I can write off this pen for my company. Rich person writes off the ocean for their company. <laughs> Well, you can also like, write up like a car lease, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. right, right, exactly. So there's I, mean, like I think it so depends much. on how much, like how much profit you're making, like for it to make sense. But those kind right. of things can really, really help, right? Um, right. Because you're going to yeah. spend the money regardless. You're either just going to give it to Uncle Sam, or you're going to take care of your car. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to put it into the economy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Pay give it to your renovation. builder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, so on that, I wanted to, so my rule this week, which um, is because of the renovation, is that you don't have to care about everything. <laughs> mm. Okay. So, okay. So we did, I, I mentioned this, we did an addition a couple years ago with the same builders, right? Yeah. And um, they're doing the You like right doubled now. the footprint of the house, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We doubled the house. Um, we lived in a construction zone for, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like eight months. It was a long time. Oh, we never man. officially moved out though. And, yeah. and it was in our first year of marriage. So we were like, you know, learning how to fight in a construction zone. <laughs> yes so with a lot of money decisions to be made (laughs) exactly I tell everyone I'm like I 
getting through that year, I was like, we can get through anything. You know, it was kind of trial by fire, like a really hot yeah. fire at this all at once. Like, okay, really hot. <laughs> now you have to do everything and figure it out. And if you come yeah. through, you'll be good. But if you yeah. don't, <laughs> but um, so through the first renovation, um, so my husband and I, neither of us had ever redone a house or anything before, right? So we're we're both figuring this out at the same time. And at first, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be really easy." Like, you know, this these are the things I care about, and then these are the things I don't care about. But then I would start getting really kind of defensive when my husband would make decisions on things that. I wasn't involved in. So then, you know, I'd be like, oh, I have to be involved for this decision. That's like how far apart the studs are going to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> like something that I honestly don't have a background in construction. I don't know anything about and I shouldn't care about. Yeah. And then when I would start fringing on his area, then he would kind of get defensive and do the same thing and start questioning the colors I chose for the house, you know, or like uh-huh. questioning de- decorations. And I think we both just realized we would do this because we wanted to, we wanted to have, we wanted to be involved in the decisions for everything. And we finally were like, no, like we actually, there are certain things that we're fighting about right now that I literally don't care about, but I'm just fighting uh, about with you. You would never know, like if you bought a house, you would never know what those things had been or yeah. Exactly. But I've decided I have to care about everything. So then, so then we, uh, and like, <laughs> for example, I think the biggest fight we got in during renovation, which ended in me storming out of the house getting in my car pretending to drive away but really just going to the gas station getting a pack of smokes because <laughs> i was like i'm gonna think i'm leaving but i came back in five minutes and was like i'm gonna smoke a cigarette <laughs> but, so it, funny. but it was, i came back you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome and you cannot have any smokes <laughs> i don't smoke anymore people but there was a time when i did <laughs> so um, but the fight was over where to put the microwave. <laughs> like we're we're renovating the entire house. And the fight that we both decided that we were digging our heels in and we were gonna do a power play with each other for was where yeah. the microwave goes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um because right, and- he didn't want you wanted the one where you pull the drawer open and there's the microwave. Well, he didn't. I, he wanted the more traditional, like, like kind of at more like eye level. Yeah. So, and I didn't. We didn't even get a drawer one because I was like, I'm not going to spend two thousand dollars on a microwave. That's dumb. Let's get a normal microwave and put it in a cubby below the counter height. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's below the counter, and he had never heard of that before. So he didn't believe me that it was a good design idea, and so he wanted to put the microwave on the counter because we were putting in a hood so we couldn't put it above the stove anyway mm-hmm. I was like there's no way we're renovating the entire house and spending this much money on the kitchen and then putting on a hundred dollar microwave on the counter you know no so um I won that argument <laughs> but <laughs> and he recognizes that it was a great choice right but 
it was, you know, it's because I had also been egging him on with things where he really cared about the doorknobs and I did not at all. But then I decided to care because he had an opinion. Right. Uh, so yeah. it's like because we both egged each other on for so long that we finally yeah. were like, we don't have to care about everything. <laughs> and we kind of created this line where where I would start having an opinion on something and he'd able he he was able to check me and be like, Hey, you don't actually care about this. And I'd be like, Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm just fighting with you to fight with you right now to have an, a, a different opinion, but I don't. And then same with him where I'd be like, I think I'm going to put this shelf here. And then he'd start to get that look of like formulating an argument against me. And I'd be like, you don't care about this. Remember that. Like you actually don't care about this color, this decision. You have you have trusted me to do this stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's the same thing with the basement and it's working out so much better right now. Um, yeah, that was yeah. how many years ago? Five years ago? So five year apart, right? Yeah, I guess. Four, yeah, four, four, years? four, four years ago, I think. Because it was it'll be five this fall. Yeah, yeah. So we started this spring after we got married. So four years ago now. Man. But yeah, so so that's my renovation rule. You don't have to care about everything. Uh, I like that. Yeah, because you're getting prepared for a kitchen renovation right now, aren't you? Yes. So I woke up to, oh my gosh, first of all, daylight savings this year has been kicking my bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) It's really bad. Um, And my kids, Georgie slept until nine. The boys were all up giggling and talking at like 10, 15 last night. And then they all had to wake up for school at 630. Um, it's, it's going to be a rough week, but like, I would love if they would just, I read this whole thing. This is a total side note, not really related to the topic, but did I I show you that thing that our weatherman posted where it was like, according to cell phone data, most Americans, their wake hours are 7am to 11pm. And so like he, his argument was if they're going to, I guess there is a lot of talk of getting rid of the like time changes. Mm-hmm. And he said, if they're going to get rid of one, I think there's a strong case to be made for getting rid of standard time in the fall, like fall back. Because he's like, most people would rather have sunlight at 5 p.m. for a soccer game than more sunlight at 7 a.m. for work. Yeah. Like, you're tired anyway. You're you're just getting up. It doesn't It doesn't really affect the quality of your life as much as having more time with sunlight after work to go work out or to like be outside, you know, like there's a lot of things that that would be. And I agree with that. I think, um, I like, I like daylight savings once I'm used to it, but it is really brutal going back and forth. I know. I know. So I feel like maybe everyone's complaining about it more and it makes me more aware of it, but I feel like it's so bad right now. No, I took a nap at four 30 yesterday cause I couldn't handle it. <laughs> so I agree with you. And I don't feel like I always was that bugged by it, but yeah, it's just, whew. Anyway, I woke up at like 8.45 this morning. (laughs) Jason had taken the kids to school and come home and gotten back to work. And I woke up and I was so out of it. I was just like, what's happening? (laughs) And uh, Georgie was still sleeping. And I checked my phone and I had a really long text from our builder. And it was good because he was saying, like, I had told him our budget. And... um. And so he's saying, yes, that's realistic. I'm lining everything up. It's looking like we can come in maybe a little bit, a tiny bit above that. But he said, I think 
He's like, that's including everything. And there are definitely going to be things that are not that much money. So it'll bring it down. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting. But yeah, it's so overwhelming. And I was telling Jason, um, we were, because, you know, we're expecting a new baby in the fall. And so we were kind of discussing if we need to be open to upgrading our car for a bigger car for the kids, which we have a pilot right now, which fits. It seats the same amount of people as a Suburban, but a Suburban would have like three times as much trunk space behind the last. Um, yeah. And it's the only car in its class that would be like, I mean, I guess a Yukon, which is like the same thing. But mm-hmm. even like the Toyota Sequoia or the like Ford Explorers, they don't have that much more. They don't have as much room in the back as the Suburban and they use the same amount of gas. Um, so anyway, we were kind of, we were like, oh, should we, is that something that we're going to be like we need to keep in mind with our budgeting for this year and um I told him I was like here's the thing <laughs> I was like cars are one of the few very big purchases like it's the same amount it's like at the same amount as the kitchen right mm-hmm. almost and but the difference is that when I want to redo the kitchen or you're redoing your basement or whatever like yeah like you said from start to finish it's just a lot of time. Like it's just a lot of patience and Mm -hmm. it's delayed gratification. But with the car, you could literally be on a trip and be like, (laughs) I'm sick of this car. Take it to a dealer and drive home in a new car. It's so crazy. And I'm sure that's why so many Americans that blow all their money on their cars instead of their homes or, you know, investing them properly. Um, I know so many people who live in like shit houses and drive really nice cars. <laughs> and, and I get it now. I'm like, yeah, because you could spend the same amount. You could save all that money and spend the same amount on your house. But it's going to take you a really long time to, to save up the cash. Or or you could go get, even if you went and got a loan from the bank for your renovation. It still is like, it's not like an instant gratification thing at all. Right. right. So nope. yeah, you do have to be like, I really... I'm so grateful you've been through it before because I feel like it kind of has helped me have some more expectation of like, okay, this is going to be a big process. It's going to take a long time, but it will be worth it. (laughs) But yeah, you have to like mentally gear up for those little things. Like I'm not going to drain all of my energy fighting about something that's really not going to matter. Right. Right. And just as a, I don't know, a warning, you're going to have to decide on so many more things than you would ever think you had to make a decision on. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think that was the other thing. That's why it's also important not to sweat every single decision because you're not going to make the perfect decision for everything. And it would be too much mental strain to, to actually put in the thought and argument needed for every single possible kitchen pole that you might want. Well, you know, or like light fixture decision. and yeah. Even if it's the perfect decision for you right then, your tastes are probably going to change. And like two years later, you'd be like, eh, I kind of want to change those. Right. Oh, champagne handles are in, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They change and it's okay. You can change them. Yeah. But when would you guys start? I'm so excited. Yeah. Um. He's saying he's first said May, June, but then yesterday he said April or May. Um, so yeah, it could be pretty soon. I think like once we get the, he's drawing up the, he's getting the exact quote back from his cabinet guy. And then he said, we'll really know like for sure. And then he'll drop, he's drawing up the contract for us and stuff. But, um, 
Yeah, I really like him because out of all of the, uh, he's the fourth builder I've had come look at our house. Because for everyone listening, like I, we bought our house last year, beginning of the pandemic. It was like one of three houses available in the area we wanted <laughs> um, that remotely could fit our family and was in our price, our price range. But it had, it needed a lot of, a lot of cosmetic work, like all of the carpets it had, it had had nasty carpet that they had made the decision to tear up to show off the hardwood flooring throughout the house. And there was like scratched, like staple marks and like all of the hardwood floors. Oh <laughs> my God. So and there was like some dog piece stain in the upstairs hallway on the hardwood floor. So it was really, really, it was, that was why we got the house. Cause I think everyone else walked in and was like, Oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in addition to like terrible paint, horrible wallpaper everywhere awful light fixtures. Um, and then the, but then the, the crowning like glory was this original 1971 kitchen. And it's, it's just so, so bad. I mean, like it's, it is actually a huge room. Like the builder measured it out. And I mean, that includes the laundry room and the walk-in pantry, but it's like the space for the flooring. It's like 425 square feet. He was like, most people are working with like less than 300 for a kitchen. Yeah. So he's like, this is really a great, he's like, once you take down that, because it's like divided by that tall um, floor to ceiling cabinet with a stove floating in midair in, in the cabinet. Um, but he was like, once you take this down, you're, it's just going to be so much brighter in here. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, but it, it has been, it, the, so many times, as much as I love this house, I've like second guessed, was it really wise for us to buy a house that needed a full kitchen renovation with four kids and like all the chaos in our life? Because it feels like a lot, but you know, I'm excited for you. I think you're, you know what, like you are such an amazing chef and baker that I think that you will appreciate a kitchen remodel more than anyone else, you know, because you'll actually be able to take your experience and put it into laying out a kitchen. And then when you move on and you have a bigger house, whoever uh, buys this house, they're going to benefit from it. Um, so yeah, I think you're gonna love it, and I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Georgie's like, can you get me more chips in my tummy? I'll get you more. Um, yeah, no, I think so too. And this builder is like adamant that he can do it in less than eight weeks. So, right. which I hope. Well, it kind of makes sense because I mean, the reason yours took so long is because it was like four rooms, and then the refinishing of all the floors and. Yeah, we did, right. <laughs> yeah, we did the whole house plus an addition. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm hopeful because um, he said the reason it takes a lot longer for a lot of his projects too are when people change their minds on what they want. Yeah. So he said, like, if you're like really settled on like this is the flooring you want, this is the cabinet, you know, style you like, like that kind of stuff. Um, also, he's going to yeah. have us not demo before we're going we're gonna to order the cabinets first. And once they are here, we're going to like put them in a room in the house. And once they're here, then they demo. Okay. It will yeah. maximize the amount. It'll minimize the amount of time that we don't have a kitchen. Yeah. So, um, 
Sorry, I'm starting to lose you a little bit. Oh, crap. Sorry. I'm like I know. walking around trying to get Georgie her snacks. Okay, I put chips on a bowl on the kitchen table. Go get them. So we'll have to we'll have to do a version two after you start. <gasps> yes. And then we'll have to redo this and do version three. So this is like when we're at the beginning of our renovations and then when we're in the middle of it and at the very end and regroup and say like, if the same, like I'll say if my same rule applies, you'll give a new rule and then say if your same rule applies too. Okay. It'll be good. Yeah. No, I like that. So I'll have to... I have to think through what my mind would be, but I like that. Don't not everything. Don't sweat the little things. It's not. It's really not. You don't have to care about everything. <laughs> you don't have to care about everything. Uh, you literally don't have to care about everything. So well, we also gave everyone free tax advice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everyone. If you're a sole proprietorship, you should file as an S corp, not an LLC, and take advantage of your SEP opportunities for the year. <laughs> so. Wow. And you can write off a basement renovation if you're working from home and you can have an office in the basement. <laughs> it's really, yes. it really is providential though. Cause you guys have wanted to do that. You, you know, to add space to your home and stuff like, so it's pretty exciting. I mean, if the tax guy tells me to spend money, I tell David all the time, I'm real good at spending money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can do that. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So yeah. Well, thank you so much right. for your tips, and I will put them in practice and let you know how it goes. Sounds great. Good luck with the start. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye.